Welcome to the Randown with Robin Thede. This is our podcast, companion podcast, for the Rundown with Robin Thede. And we are so excited. We, I mean me, because I'm the only one here. Actually, I'm not. I have two guests today, and I'm going to introduce them right now. From Late Night with Seth Meyers, it is the one, the only, Amber Ruffin, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Hi, Robin! Oh, my God. We have, we have known each other for... 20,000 years. 20,000 years. We both went to Second City Chicago. We uh, did a show together in Los Angeles called 227 The Lost Episodes, where we improvised <laughs> never before seen episodes of the sitcom 227. It was yeah. great. You were fantastic. You played Pearl. Pearl. And, and I, as you can guess, Robin played uh, Jack A. I played Sandra. Oh, Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and then we also have. Another amazing black lady in late night. It is Ashley Nicole Black from Full Frontal with Samantha B. Yo, another Second City lady. She is so ridiculously funny. She now has gorgeous red hair also. I meant to compliment you on that. You got it for the Emmys. It's Emmy hair. Yeah. Bingo and the new owner of an Emmy. Give it up. That's right. What I also love about this is that we're all three sitting here in a full face beat for no one. <laughs> for oh, no wow. one We're going to take a picture and post it. <laughs> this is how we wake up. Hashtag, we woke up like this. Um, ladies, I'm so excited that you're here. Like, have there ever been this many black ladies on late night shows in one room together? Or in late night, period? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think so. Yeah. I think that before a couple years ago, this was more black women than I have had in any improv troupe. Yeah, I know, I know. Except for the fact that we're in an improv troupe together, that would still be true for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. Like, But I think the world is opening up now. We have uh, Dulce Sloan on The Daily Show. We have Nicole Thurman on Jordan Clipper. We have, uh, am I forgetting somebody? And then we have writers too. Pia Glenn uh, on Jordan Clipper, this woman Christiana on The Daily Show. There's just so many, right? Like things are happening. For black ladies in late night. And, you know, uh, I take all credit for that. Okay. So, um, <laughs> um, I love this, you guys. All right. Uh, but let's just jump into last night's episode because I saw you guys tweet about it. There was a lot of stuff to talk about. So, the, the opening sketch, right, we started out with uh, uh, a very interesting Rick Ross song in a Soul Cycle class, something like Soul Cycle, right? And and the instructor, this actually happened to me. This is this is the root of this sketch. I was oh, no. in a Soul Cycle class, and and one of the uh, instructors played a song with the N word in it. No, and was like, sing it. And I was like, let's not. <laughs> um, what do you think about? Do you think it's okay? No, no, no right? No. Like, don't play it. Let alone, don't encourage well, people don't, to say it. Don't play it because people are so tempted. Like, one time I was walking down the street in Chicago. You know how the street goes over the river? Yeah. I was walking over work late. So it was late at night. And this dude, I kid you not, this is a true story, was alone on a boat on the river <laughs> screaming the N-word. Oh, you told me this? <laughs> like, you he was told me literally that. just going down the river going, Edward, Edward, oh and no one, because I think he felt like no one was a, around and it was right. finally his chance. And so oh, I let him no. go all the way under the bridge. When he got to the other side, I just yelled, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just wanted to hear it in an echo. Yeah, you know? it was just his yeah. one chance. 
I, I think that is so funny. And you know that part of Chicago that you're talking about, I think where the Chicago River goes through, there's a Trump building right there, yeah. by the way, which is interesting. So Not he was probably he... sounding the call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the bat signal. <laughs> it's our time. But it's like such an ill-conceived bat signal. You have to rent a boat. <laughs> oh, in the dead that was night. his boat. He owned that boat, Robin. Come on. <laughs> You have to go through so much to be racist these days. <laughs> that was definitely Chad's boat. Come on. As long as he put in some effort, I'm fine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Amber, so do, would you, if that happened to you in a, in a cycling class, what would you do? Oh, I don't know. You know, in, in a cycling class, people do not have their cell phones out ready to tape you. Right. So I would likely act a damn fool. Yeah, that was my reaction. <laughs> but, you know, if it was like... <laughs> in a place where people's cell phones were more at the ready, then I would try to, I would just quietly have left. Okay. All right. What did you do? No, I was like, this is not an appropriate song. And they changed the song. Oh, okay, great. But, you know, in the sketch, they they could have cared less. That was fun. That was fun to throw myself all over the bike. (laughs) What I would like to do is just start crying. Like, I wish that I was a good enough actor to have that at the ready. Because nothing is more effective than just like, oh, no, did we make her cry? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then uh, last night, one of the stories that cracked me up the most was this restaurant in Long Beach, kind of near where you're from, Ashley, uh, that was serving Popeye's chicken. Yes. And passing it off as their own. And this, to me, was like top black news. Like, yes, the stuff going on with Trump and Obamacare was very important. This was right up there for me. Like, this this was such a crazy story. And that KTLA anchor, God love him, he was just in love with Popeye's. And, you know, my white father texted me this morning and was like, yeah, Popeye's is good. It is good. <laughs> so people get it, you know. Um, did you think did you think he needed to be more responsible in his reporting? <laughs> you know, tell the truth and shave the devil. Amen. That's what I have to say. I know that's right. It was just so funny to me because he kept, if you watch the whole tape, he and we had this in there early, but we had to cut it because there was just too much of it. If you watch him trying to get through that whole story, he never completes a sentence. <laughs> he never does without talking about how good Popeye's is. <laughs> she goes on to another story and he's like, but what about Popeye's though? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, and then in the third act last night, it was something I was really, really proud of this Hairmaid's, uh, Hairmaid's Tale and Love God, and Hairmaid's. Hilarious. Yeah. Thank you. What did you guys think? Like, what was your just your general reaction? Then I'll kind of tell you how it came about. Why did you do this? And what is wrong with you? That's my general. The reaction. body roll out the window. It's like, why have we ever left rooms in any other way? Correct. Correct. Uh, what an idiot! Oh my god, it made me laugh so hard. She did she say, "We are all Carol's daughter"? Yes. My, yes. I, I am sitting next to my white husband. Crying laughing, <laughs> and he is saying this loud. I don't, I don't get it. Yes, I, yes. I, what, what is this? Yes. Why, what? Well, he's also not American. So he's not American. Yeah. But I, for me, it was, uh, you know, we wanted to talk about these microaggressions and how, you know, white women, even allies today, will still do things to your hair. They will still, you know, be like, oh, it's so different, you know, and. I just thought, you know, what if we had our own Handmaid's Tale? And it was really just that we got to, you know, perform those microaggressions. So I thought it was a really fun idea. But we also had an idea to do Love and Handmaids, which was, you know, to do like a Love and Hip Hop. And we couldn't decide between the two. So I was like... F it, let's do both. <laughs> I love that, because that was so, like, key and peel to me, to be like, oh, oh you good. thought the sketch was over. Right. Nuh-uh. Nope. 
And all I wanted to do was use mad animated hands in those confessionals. <laughs> like, I can't believe. Oh, you guys can't see what I'm doing. But if you watch the clips, <laughs> um, I, my hands are going crazy. Because that's all they do. I noticed on like Love and Hip Hop and in the confessionals, they just use super extra animated hands. And I don't know why. I'm like, is someone coaching them to do this? You know what it is? Because this has happened to me. It's that thing where they go, just do one crazy take. We won't use it. <laughs> just do one. But that's the only take they ever use. See, I just think they're not good actors. And yeah. they're being produced and, like, directed. It's like, now you got to be really angry. So just, like, show us you're angry. Yeah. Yeah. And people tend to act in their hands at first. Clearly. I act in my face. <laughs> But I want to know, who is the guy that played the husband? Seton Smith. Shout out to Seton Smith. He's so dope. He's a comedian. He's great. Yeah, he's yeah, great. he's fantastic. If I were you, I would only hire dudes I wanted to meet. Like, you're yeah. at a point in your life where you yeah. have the ability to No, that's to do why that. I created this show. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying, to, just trying to put hot guys and everything. Haven't you noticed that? There were hot guys in both sketches from last week and this week. Um, last week's guy was? Supermodel. You didn't a think he was cute? Freaking super. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was actually. He's, he's literally actually a model, a right? Model. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's actually oh, a supermodel. See, like, Seaton's like happening? a good-looking real dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, shout out though, he's great looking, and like he looked great in that suit. But yeah, no, we had an unbelievably gorgeous like supermodel in the first sketch. Um, now I feel bad for Seaton. No, no, no. Seaton's okay. <laughs> he's so beautiful. He's so Seton, beautiful. Baby, you are beautiful. <laughs> you are a king, sir. <laughs> I just thought he was so funny when when he came in when that door opens and he's polishing his door. Oh my so god! I mean his and his his delivery is so perfect. That's what we wanted to do is match the delivery of both of those styles in the sketch, mm -hmm. and I, I think we nailed it in the Handmaid's spoof. And so you know we were like I don't know if black people watch it, but I think they'll get it because of the you know because of the subject matter. And if you watch it twice, you'll hear lines you didn't hear the first time. Um, I know somebody told me, I didn't hear you say, uh, may we all get the itis at the <laughs> dinner table. Because that scene opens up, but you're laughing because I just said, the, the body, no, because I just body rolled. Yeah. And you miss the next scene where he says, uh, blessed be the greens. And then I say, may we all get the <laughs> itis. Yes, he said, blessed be the greens. Oh, that's great. It's so good. You have to watch it a second time. Um, highly recommend watching that. That was, that was really fun. And that's the cool thing about this show. We get to do sketches we get to do you know go out in the world and do these kind of short documentaries which you'll see next week and then uh and then music so you know if you guys want to come on and wrap a hot 16 oh my god how great was that duckworth I oh know. my so god i know i know that He's was so fantastic. unbelievable and we're going to introduce people to people they've never heard of but who are super dope making super dope music and these people are like they're with record labels and they're like on the verge but you just really haven't like seen them in the mainstream like this so i'm i'm really excited and then we'll have some established artists too like obviously beyonce is going to perform like six times i'm lying but the point is she's requesting she's she's i've requested her six times she said no six times but you know you just got to keep trying yeah. um so i wanted to give a shout out first of all the writer uh of last night's hair made sketch to lauren ashley smith everybody oh yeah i want to give her yay. a big shout out and oh z-way where are you are you in here Z-Way also, another fantastic writer. She only goes by Z-Way, by the way. She doesn't go by, I don't even think, do you go by your last name? I don't. Yeah, she doesn't. So Z-Way, follow them on Twitter, by the way, uh, wrote the uh, Soul, Soul Cycle sketch. So Soul Writers, it was Yay. what we're calling it. But uh, yeah, just dope black women making comedy. You know what I'm saying? We out here. <laughs> um, um, it's a room, I wish y'all could see, it's a room full of black people. Like, that's what people don't understand, right? I was Amber telling Robin when yeah. I came in the door, I have never seen so many black people in an office I know. <laughs> I know. And I have to say, last time I came here, I got cocoa butter. So. Yes, we still have some. We'll give you some before you leave. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
much. You're welcome. You're welcome. We can't have people ashy. Not not here. You know? <laughs> not here. Well, I joked. I was like, Sam's never given us cocoa butter. Trayvon was like, she should not do that. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to give a shout out to this woman, Tarana Burke. She's the woman that created random, no segue. I wanted to... <laughs> She's a woman, because we, we cut this from the show last night, so I just wanted to, to say, shout out to Tarana Burke. She's a woman that created the Me Too hashtag oh, that's nice. been going around the internet. Black woman who started it in 27, uh, 20, uh, 2007, Jesus. 27. 27. She, old. she started it in 27 AD. <laughs> Men have always been awful. Men have always been awful, and black women have always been first. So... <laughs> Uh, no, she she started this in 2007, and Alyssa Milano just, you know, she didn't say that she created it. She just got the credit by people on the Internet. Um, and kudos to them both. Kudos to everybody who's speaking out. Lupita Nyong'o came out with an amazing story in the New York Times yesterday. So I just want to give a shout-out to the women um, who are who are stepping up and who are sharing their stories because it's dope. And shout-out to Toronto Burke for being a trailblazer in that. Mm-hmm. You know, because we always – what was the joke we had in the sketch last night? Uh, and just like black people at the bank, we didn't get the credit. <laughs> I got to use these jokes somewhere. Um, um, yeah, so I want to talk about some of the tweets. Yo, we had some crazy people tweet us last night. Oh, fun. So we got a tweet from Gail King of Gail King fame, also Oprah's best friend. Shout out to Gail. Her. We love her. She said, congratulations, Robin Thede, on your new show. Uh, she is funny with a bunch of E's. So shout out to Gail King. She's so Poor dope. Poor thing. Can't spell. But she <laughs> is fantastic. Such a big fan. I love her so much. Not the best speller. Great, great person. Bad speller. Bad speller. Have you ever met Gail King? Um, No, I no? have not. But she was on Late Night. And right, I, that's what um, I thought you would have met Peeked her. around the corner and I looked at her. But I didn't say anything okay. because when I do, I sound like an idiot. Well, how, what, what would you have said? Hi, hi, yeah. Hi, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> I have a best friend too, but she's not famous. But your best friend is famous. Oh my God, am I still talking? She's like, I okay, thanks, that. thanks. Yep. All right, just move on. Thanks. That's how it goes. Um, uh, Ashley, have you ever met her? I'm not. You guys, I feel like we should know every black woman who's on TV. But have you met her? Yes, I met her. I know her well. What? Where? When? So I am at, uh, and by I know her well, I mean I've met her like three times. <laughs> um, yeah, she did the nightly show. I met her there. And then after the correspondence dinner, we hung out a bit at the Vanity Fair party. <laughs> I'm so special and famous. Um, just, that sentence sounded ridiculous. The at the correspondence dinner, we talked at the Vanity Fair party afterwards. Um, and, then, and then I just run into her on the street, you know. I actually She's have, out here on the streets. I actually She's have run in, I have actually oh. run into her on the street twice. But so is Oprah. <laughs> like, Shut up. Oprah is not on these streets. Her feet do not touch the ground. I don't know what Oprah you're talking about. Oprah is in these streets. Like two of my coworkers have posted selfies with Oprah in what? the past she, two days. Like couple. Months. Yeah, because she's been promoting. Someone from our staff has actually met Oprah twice recently on this block. So we got to, you, you know what, guys? We need to get on a mission to find Oprah. How do we attract Oprah? Isn't it just about manifesting and living your best life? Oh, yeah. oh okay. So let's all. <laughs> Visualize Oprah. Okay, Oprah's let's all visualize. Right, we're visual- right now. Everybody, everybody listening to this podcast right now, everyone visualize Oprah. But visualize her in the past when we were recording this. Yes. <laughs> but visualize us meeting Oprah, not right. you. Not us. you. This Definitely is not you. This is us. Right Amber, Ashley, and Robin are now meeting Oprah, and Oprah's saying to us, ladies, I have waited so long for you to move out of my way. I'm trying to make it to my car. Okay. <laughs> Um, that is very exciting. That was a very shared experience that we just had. Hey, Vanessa DeLuca, editor-in-chief of Essence Magazine, shout out to Essence, said, my new fave funny takes no prisoners news fix, the Rundown BET. Yay. Yay. 
Hey, audience, that's when you clap. <laughs> they were still manifesting over What do I pay these people for? Um, when you guys when you guys are about to go out cuz you guys are on your both of your respective shows quite a bit. Do you when you're getting ready to go out on stage, do you have nerves? Do you have any little jitters? I used to, but they um we have cue cards. So there is no, I mean, the only real scary part is forgetting what you're supposed to say. Yeah. And that right. is impossible. Right. Unless when my eyes stop working. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, you know, you can always start over. Right. If you mess it up so bad. My goal is to not F it up so badly that we have to retape it. But that's always a possibility. So I don't feel scared. Yeah. I'm actually nervous all the time except for when I'm performing like that's where I'm most comfortable right when those lights hits you hit you you're good to go yeah I become Beyonce in my mind and oh Sasha Fierce yeah that's your Sasha Fierce yeah. I don't oh, know if that's okay. what you guys see but that's what's happening inside that is, of me absolutely what I see so now let's quickly manifest Beyonce <laughs> yes. yes she is walking okay she's walking yes and what is she saying to us she says hey everybody mm. you are as beautiful as I am. Oh, Aww. this is lovely. Yeah. Yes. She says that. And then, and she, then says, she laughs. Hi, I'm Beyonce. Ah! <laughs> and then she just like throws water on us and we leave. I saw Beyonce. I didn't see her, but I was in the same building as her at the Title X concert at Barclays on Tuesday night. Ooh, how was it? It was fantastic. There were like 40 people that performed. Um, J-Lo, DJ Khaled, like just all these amazing artists. Um, Cardi B. And uh, at the end, it was like 1.30 in the morning. And I had been there since like 8.30 at night. And I was like, I have to go home because I have to do a show and I'm old and tired. <laughs> and uh, uh, I knew Jay-Z was gonna perform and I knew Beyonce was there because she had Instagrammed that green dress. Ugh. And I was like, do I wait? Beyonce's not supposed to perform, but what if Beyonce performs? Mm -hmm. So I had a real black girl dilemma. I was like, do I wait to see what's gonna happen or do I leave and get out of here before the rush and you know get some sleep? What do you think I did? You so went sweet. home. Yeah, I went home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, know you. You I met you. Beyonce a couple weeks ago. Whatever, I met Beyonce uh, in my mind. <laughs> but I did. Did you really? I did, and I did exactly what you said. I like talked way too long, and I was like, I just want to let you know. Stop. Start from the beginning. Now I'm gonna do, have one of these moments. I was at the SNL after party. Yeah. And Beyonce and Jay Z are there, and I'm like, I have to tell Beyonce I love her. Is if, if for some reason she needs to know this, right? Mm -hmm. So I tell her, I'm like, I just have to tell you that, like, whenever I'm going into a hard day or I have a lot of things to do that day, like your music is the music that I pump myself up with, like all the time. And That's she was beautiful. like, Okay. <laughs> Oh, that was it? And she was just like, oh, yeah, of course. People say this to me a million times a day, as we all should. But Jay-Z was like, yo, that's amazing. Aww. I love, thank you for saying that to her. That's so sweet that you love her. And he just loved watching her get loved in a Aww. way that was, like, so beautiful. Black love. Shout out to black love, everybody. You know what's cool about that, actually? I don't think that she was like, yeah, of course. I think it's weird when people compliment you yeah, to your face. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? She's she probably really being. appreciated it but didn't know how to react. And I bet you guys get that too, because I know you guys get stopped on the street. And people are like, oh my God, I love you. And are you like, yes, of course you do. No, I'm always like, why? Right. And that's why? how Beyonce did you. And be yeah. specific. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it how I look, and if so, to what degree? Give me, tell, me, tell me one of the craziest things someone has said to you, Amber, and Ashley, but Amber, go first, when they see you on the street. Um, now people point at me and say Seth Meyers. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but once an old lady, she was old as time, 
walked by me in the morning and grabbed me by the shoulders oh, no. and shook me and said, Oh no. What you're doing is so important. <laughs> well, thanks. Thank you. Please remove your hands from my person. She shook me and I guess when white people do that it means you did something good. But she shook me and like your mom shakes you. Right, when and you that's not a good bad. thing, right. That happened to me once. I was walking with Larry somewhere, but he was right next to me. And somebody goes, Larry Wilmore. But they pointed at me. <laughs> I was like, I don't get what's happening. How do I respond to this? From now on, when they point at me and say Seth Meyers, I'm going to go, yes, I am Seth Meyers. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Seth Meyers. <laughs> that impression is uncanny. I have to tell you. <laughs> I'm not getting impressions, but I'm sticking by this one. <laughs> Seth Meyers. I think it's fine. Now, for... For black women in late night, because you guys have been in the game for years now, and you know the world is discovering you these past couple of years, but obviously I've known of your talents for a long time. How do you think that you've been received by, um, you know, being being in this space? You know, the late night space is not typically a black lady space, and we're kicking down a lot of the doors. But how do you feel like you've been received, maybe versus when you first came in versus now, that you're kind of on? Because you guys are on TV all the time. Um, I, I would say much better than I thought. You know, okay, I, I did definitely. not think that it would go this well, but it has. And people are very receptive, which I, you know, I, I found that a little shocking. Well, the first time I was on the show, I gave my, a friend of mine changed my Twitter password because I just expected, I was like, tell me when people stop calling me fat. And then he came back and he was like, nobody said anything bad at all. And I've had no, I've only had positive feedback. Wow. Yeah. But I also think I got, I feel very lucky that I came after you guys. So by the time I got there, it was like, oh yeah, we're used to seeing black mm. ladies on TV. I got all sorts of weird stuff. Not now. I feel like the reception to this show has been so positive, but definitely on the nightly show, I got some mixed things. I mean, I would get like, um, you know, well, how does a black person know anything about this? Or, you know, I, well, and replace black person with all sorts of racial epithets. Yes. So I would get that a lot. Or I would get, you don't even look black. Or, you know, but you get you get the gamut, right? Yeah. You get the, like, cursing you out, calling you a coon and an N-word. And then yeah. you get the, oh, you don't even look black. And then, you, you know, everything in between. But I will say, like, being on BET, it kind of, uh, you know, pushes out any sort of people who would just randomly be there. Because you have to be on BET on purpose. And that's what's so cool about this show is that we really have such a purpose and such a direct audience that we're speaking to that even when people come who aren't black, they, um, you know, are there for a reason. And that's what's nice. And I get to speak to people kind of in that direct way. Now, I feel like both of you have carved out your own voices, even being on other people's shows. How, talk to me a little bit about how you've done that. Because that seems really hard for anybody, let alone a black person, on a show that's not hosted by another black person. And not to, I'm not asking you to, like, you know, talk trash on your bosses because they're both <laughs> lovely and I love them both. <laughs> but talk to me about how you've kind of carved your own path because I feel like you both have. I feel like I look, I look at things and I'm like, this is a Sam thing. Because I write for Sam and for myself, so some things are just like, this is better coming out of her mouth. But the first thing I ever did, actually, I wrote it, first thing that I did on the show, yep. I wrote it for Sam. And they it read was the it. Black History Month thing? The Black History Month. I, and I wrote it in her voice, but it was about Black History Month. And they read it and were immediately like, no, you have to do this. Correct. Like, this is not for Sam. So they immediately just opened up that space to be like, we know this is something that you have to say. 
stop trying to give it to Sam. <laughs> and and that's what's so great about your show, I think, is that they're quick to recognize that. Yeah. They recognize that on your first show. Like, yeah. it wasn't like it had to, she had to do it, and then people had to say, oh, maybe the black person should do it, you know? And it also wasn't a, oh, let the black person do that thing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like both of you have this, like, no, if I have something to say about anything, regardless of whether it's about race or anything, I, I get to say it. Yeah, right. Which is nice. Yeah, we're very lucky. I mean, I realized that I was dealing with a different kind of white person very quickly. Like, Seth has said some shit because we, you know, hang out in the mornings a little bit. And once in some interview he said to someone, yeah, he said something, they had said something a little bit racist. And he says something to the effect of, aren't you asking for more patience from people who have already given you 400 years that oh. I went, oh, oh, oh my God, I can snap this to that. This is a different white person than most. <laughs> so like, but I mean, that's who he is. Uh, he just is very aware that there is a bunch of things he is unaware of because right. he's white. That's, that's and all there's that really only two kinds. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I know everything and I get your experience and I don't. That's it. Yeah. Right. That's all there is. And so. I think, like, what's great with working with Sam is, like, she is just as upset about it as I am. It's not like, right. oh, fine, have your minutes, go talk about your thing. She comes in and she's like, this thing happened. Did you hear about this and blah, blah, blah. And yep. What are we going to do? Um, also, uh, I want to give a shout out to some of the fans that tweeted us. Uh, CBS Finest 540 said, did hashtag Bow Wow really insert himself into a hashtag death row poster? <laughs> LOL. Hashtag the rundown BET. I'm learning new things from this show. <laughs> yes, he really did. That was not a mock-up or a Photoshop on our part. Uh, Marshall Knight said, really pumped to w get to watch the rundown BET live tonight. I think I'm in love with Robin Thede. Scratch that. I know I'm in love. Oh. Oh. Hello, Marshall. Why are you still in this room? Run I, to him. I, I <laughs> Um. Uh, you know, I also, we do this little, we do this little question every week because every week we've done this podcast, which was one week. Um, <laughs> who's invited to the cookout? Who's invited to the cookout this week? Bow Wow. Is he invited to the cookout this week after he put himself on the death row poster? Yes, because okay. <laughs> he, uh, tweeted that someone photoshopped him into that picture and then tweeted it at him. And then he tweeted it out. That's what he, he said. He also tried to say that that private jet picture was yeah. his. Yes, and that's why him. he's invited to the cookout because he is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> he needs help. <laughs> I agree. I think he's invited to the cookout because he's the a spinner of tall tales, and I like it. <laughs> you know, he's like the he's, he's the that was his uh, that was his. Uh, he's our Paul Bunyan. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. Thank you so much. He's our Paul Bunyan really good do you think he's invited to the cookout ashley yeah i think you know when you sometimes invite someone somewhere somewhere specifically so your aunt can pull them aside like, <laughs> so he can get a talk yeah like i've had girlfriends who are like dating the wrong guy and you keep saying you yes. keep saying and you're like come to dinner with me and my mom <laughs> she just wants to have dinner with you hey, your mom will let people know too she's oh, a yeah, fantastic she's not lady <laughs> Shout out to Ashley's mom. <laughs> Tiffany Trump. Tiffany Trump. I think she's got all the dirt on Donald Trump. I think she could be our Arya Stark taking down Cersei. I think she's got the keys. Uh, Tiffany Trump, you think she can come to the cookout? I think Tiffany, yes. Tiffany is the smartest Trump. Realize you don't see her at stuff. I she's agree. in law school. She I is agree. living her best life. Yep. Every time you see her Instagram, she's on a yacht somewhere. She's <laughs> not <laughs> colluding with nobody. Right. Right. 
We I don't have know. a lot to learn from Tiffany. We do. Or, or. Oh, yes, or. She's just so good about her dirt that we don't know it. Ooh. Which is great. Which also makes her still invited to the cookout. That's true. Yeah, yeah you need people right. who, can, who, can, who don't snitch. Um, <laughs> all right. I, you know what I also wanted to talk about from last night? Have you guys looked at the set? Did yeah. I talk about this last week? I'm so the set is that very I haven't cool. been on it yet. Well, you were, you've been invited. It's not like we kicked you out. No, I'm not one of the pictures. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So all those pictures on the on the blue wall, there's a red wall and a blue wall. Uh, all the pictures on the blue wall, 200 plus pictures of uh, African Americans throughout history. And no and so, room for me. And well, you don't know that. Have you looked? <laughs> You're not on there. But anyway. <laughs> so so I'm going to throw out some names and you're going to guess whether or not they're up there. Yay. Okay? Keep in mind, there's 200-plus people. I asked Roy Wood Jr. this last week. He got a tough one. He did get a tough one. All right. Do you think Omarosa is up there? No. no. All right, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> do you think Rick James is up there? No. All right, I guess that was easy, too. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody who's complicated. I would put Rick James up there, but I would put Dave Chappelle's Rick James up there. That's true. Oh, well, we can't license that. But Dave Chappelle is up there. No. Uh, who's a problematic fave? Uh, R. Kelly. You think he's up there? No. He, he might be up there. Why do you think he might be up there? Because of his contributions to stepping in the name of love? Because a person loves to step. <laughs> yes. A person does. A person has no name. Are you doing uh, uh, Game of Thrones? Yes. No, he's not. He's not uh. up there. He's not up there. Uh, That's uh, Ashley one and Amber zero. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley one, Amber zero. Uh, um, uh, Shirley Chisholm. Yes. But ding. Uh, we need ding. <laughs> um, uh, Sasha Obama. Yes. No. Yes. Ding. Amber got a point. We tied, baby. Now you're tied. What did Sasha do? <laughs> just, just be lovely. She's my favorite Obama. <laughs> Uh, ladies, we got to wrap this up. Thank you so much for being here this week. Let's Woo. tell people where they can find you on social media. I'm pretty sure my Twitter handle is Amber M. Ruffin. Yeah. It probably is. And yeah. uh, we do a show called CPT uh, Monthly at the Pit in New York. And um, I love stuff. Okay, yeah. good. No, uh, your Twitter is Amber M. Ruffin. That is correct. And uh, Ashton Nicole Black, hit him up. Um, my Twitter is Ashley in one C O L E. All the Ashley Nicole handles were taken yeah. when I got to Twitter. So you so had to get a little complicated. Mine's weird. That's all right. Um, please follow me on Instagram. Nobody does. I and do. You're missing so many great pictures of me trying out Fenty products. Yeah. <laughs> all right, ladies. Um, this has been an absolute pleasure. I love you very much. I just want to tell you that you guys are kicking butt in late night. You continue to be role models and uh, motivational sources of joy, energy, and blackness for me and everyone I know. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Amber Ruffin, Ashley Nicole Black. That is our podcast for the week. This has been The Randown. Please follow us at The Rundown, B-E-T, on Twitter, where you will learn about all sorts of things that we have coming up. Also, next week on the podcast, we have Rashad Robinson from Color of Change. If you do not know who this man is, you need to listen next week. He is 
incredible. He is a force for change in this country, and it's going to be a dope conversation. Subscribe to this, which I'm sure you already did on iTunes, but be sure to rate us and review, because we like reviews. Tell us specifically why we're pretty. Yes. And um, the only review we're interested that's in. That's the only review we're interested in. And remember, guys, the full episode of The Rundown with Robin Thede, our television show, is up on BET.com until our next episode. So it's up for seven days for free. So if you don't have cable, you have no excuse. Check us out there. Listen to this podcast every week. We love you. And as always, no matter what color you are, stay black. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.